Hello, everyone, and welcome to Call Your Hits, a Stormriders Airsoft podcast. Thanks for joining us today. If you've been playing airsoft for a while, you may have noticed that there is often one word that is considered taboo or dirty, or at least poorly regarded. I'm talking, of course, about paintball. There's this apparent rift for many airsofters between airsoft and paintball, almost like paintball is a distant relative of airsoft that we don't want to acknowledge or talk about, and who's certainly nowhere near as cool as us. In fact, that sentiment often goes both ways, and paintballers don't want to be lumped in with airsofters. There's a lot of generalizations and stereotypes flying around when it comes to airsoft and paintball, but the fact is that they are more alike than either side would likely care to admit. And in fact, I myself played paintball from around 2001 to 2005 before moving to airsoft. When I started playing paintball, airsoft just didn't exist in Newfoundland, and so it was my only option. We played in the woods at Redcliffe and even at Frontline, the very same places that we play airsoft now. I switched to airsoft in 2006, but aside from the guns and some of the gear, not a lot actually changed with respect to the gameplay. So why is there such a division between airsoft and paintball? To have this discussion, we're joined in the studio by Jeremy. Jeremy is a Stormriders alumnus. He no longer plays airsoft, but is still an active part of our team. Jeremy's also a lifelong paintballer, so he's the perfect person to have a chat with us about the differences between airsoft and paintball. So Jeremy, thank you for joining us today. Um, thank you for having me. <laughs> you're welcome. So Jeremy, I want to start by just acknowledging that just like in airsoft, there are different types of paintball, right? So I remember like there's woods ball and there's speed ball. Is that right? Uh, yes. So there's woods ball, um, which is probably closer to... Uh, is a bit closer to airsoft um you know that's usually what most people get into when they start playing paintball you know toss on a bit of old camo clothes grab a grab a couple paintball guns go out in the woods with your buddies and you know just have a few games um so there's that uh and you've also got speedball uh so speedball again is the more it's more fast paced it's more colorful it's uh definitely way more shooting involved um so it's your favorite then. <laughs> uh, you know what? Half gun will shoot. That's that's my preferred thing. <laughs> yeah. it's, it doesn't matter if it's airsoft, paintball, laser tag. If you give me a game where you're like, oh, here's a gun, go go, you know, go shoot at some people and you know have a good time and laugh about it after. It's like, oh man, I will definitely give it a try. So um, more. Pretty much, yeah. Actually, uh, well, it's on that topic. Some of the people I used to play paintball with, we've actually dabbled in a bit of nerf since then. So nice. Ha have gun will shoot. Um, cool. But yeah, so with speedball, it's uh, it's almost more of a sport form of paintball. You know, there's more emphasis on points. There's more emphasis on um, running, shooting. There's referees involved. It's it's definitely paintball at a more competitive level. While you've got also woods ball, which is your you know your more recreational game. It's not as competitive. You know, there are still refs. There are still objectives and points, but it's usually generally a very different style of play. Right. 
So, I mean, it's similar in, in some respect to how in Airsoft you have, like, you know, Milsim Airsoft and you have Speedsoft, right, on, like, smaller fields. and Well, yeah, and, and that's, you know, you see, uh, you'll see a lot of videos now with uh, Airsoft, especially CQB fields and indoor fields. You'll usually see the term Speedsoft are thrown around a lot, where you've got people with these souped-up guns, usually wearing paintball jerseys and paintball gear, running around just shooting as much as they can. Yeah, that's right. There's so. perhaps some cross-pollination there. there. There is. Well, and I think there's always been kind of the, the cross-pollination with airsoft and paintball just because you know there is a lot of similarities uh you know just on the shooting level mm-hmm. right um i mean that's where we got you really ba- basically yeah <laughs> yeah so most people who are listening to this podcast will likely be familiar with paintball they likely will have played it before uh or if they're they haven't played it they at least are aware of what it is but for for those of them who might not be really aware what are some of the key differences between the play of paintball and the play of airsoft so at the end at the end of the day I mean the base concept uh, is is roughly going to be the same you have a, a marker or a gun you're attempting to shoot your opponent probably while attempting to achieve some other goal uh, you know for for speedball you're trying to get the flag you know get points help your team win uh, for woods ball you know probably a very similar concept um, for airsoft Usually your your objectives, uh, depending on the type of airsoft game you're playing, uh, they might be a little bit more mil- uh, military style. Mm-hmm. But I'd say the the big similarities is the core concept. Mm-hmm. The big differences usually start to appear when you, you start looking at the goal of the game. So for airsoft, you're usually seeing a lot of the military style gear. You're seeing mm-hmm. very you're seeing guns that are almost you know one for one replicas of of real life firearms. The magazines being, you know, you can change out your magazines. Your slide can blow back. There's a more of an emphasis on the military style aspect. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll see people wearing plate carriers to carry all their mags. You're seeing people run with radios where in more casual paintball games, that's not gear you see a lot of. Right. And it's not just about the the form either. Like, the function of the guns is not... Aside from the fact that, like, paintball guns shoot paint and airsoft guns shoot plastic, they don't actually function in similar ways, right? On, like, a very, very base level, yes. Um, I mean, you know, for paintballs, they're being launched. It's it's all air compression. But when it comes down to the guns and how they perform themselves, I mean, you've got paintball guns, which are restricted to a velocity of 300 feet per second or less, uh, depending on the field. I think usually around 280 feet per second, whereas with uh, airsoft guns, depending on the modifications, depending on your field rules, you can have upwards of... 400 feet per second? Well, sure. we use joules, right? Well, yeah. yeah, and yeah. I mean, we're currently using what amounts to sort of, you know, 420 FPS limit there, give or take. But where the projectile is so much lighter for airsoft, I imagine the muzzle energy is probably lower than the smack from a paintball or certainly from a first strike round hitting you with that muzzle velocity. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. First strike rounds are brutal. Uh, just get that out there. <laughs> so when I talk about paintball and airsoft, you know, there's going to be a couple things I'll talk about with paintball a little bit more in specifics, just like uh, first strikes as a great example, because for, for airsoft, you know, um, what you're using for, for equipment, aside from branding and, and how each individual piece of equipment performs, it's going to be relatively the same. A six millimeter BB is a six millimeter BB. Yeah, I mean, even though we use fairly precision made ones because we don't want to sort of risk damage to our gear, like mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot of difference between, you know, a uh, a Mad Bull and a Griffin. Griffin, or yeah, exactly. Yeah. We've used both. They work 
the same pretty much so that's not the case with paintball uh for paintball i mean it, it's similar in to for your basic uh your basic 68 caliber ammunition you're gonna have certain brands that are you know your entry level paint that uh that'll perform a certain way and then you've got your tournament level paint which you know it is still a 68 caliber paintball it just performs a little better um the big difference there is since the past couple of years where they started introducing First Strike, where they've changed the design of a paintball itself to have a, to have fins. It's more like a it's more actually now like a like a rifle round. So they perform drastically different than your standard round 68 caliber paintball shot at 280 feet per second. Now you're starting to use first strikes at 280 feet per second, and these things will travel further. And some people say they, they don't hit harder. You notice the impact. They don't lose as much velocity in their travel as a 68 caliber round ball. Would. So actually, you just mentioned like they travel mm-hmm. further. So what is the actual effective range of a typical like 68 caliber paintball? So in airsoft, we're looking at like 150, 200 feet. You're kind of pushing it for like stock mm-hmm. guns and stuff. More upgraded guns, you can get maybe to 250, 300 feet like maximum, right? Using, say, Frontline's Blackhawk Field as an example. What would you say the the length of that is? The longest angle on that field diagonally is hundred feet. Well within hundred. Yeah, it's hundred feet. To to use that as an example, because you know I know how that field plays. I know you know where if I if I'm at one point on the field, if I'm shooting my paintball gun, I'll roughly get an idea of where those balls are going to land the other end of the field. And I'd say the length of that field is probably your comfortable engagement range with a paintball. You know, uh, it's enough that. Despite being at the other end of the field, I can shoot a couple balls, get a gauge, and probably land shots across the field there. So I'd say probably about maybe 100 feet. Okay. And what's your accuracy like at those ranges? Like, you know, when I think about airsoft again, like once you're pretty dialed in with a pretty good hop up, you can get within, you know, one foot radius, basically, of your target at those kinds of distances. Uh, With the standard 68 caliber round ball, you're not going to get great accuracy. You're... For for paintball, like, and it's it's interesting. You won't see a lot of people using sights unless they're using something like first strike round, and and we'll get into first strike a little bit more later. But the the big thing is the accuracy with a paintball is usually accuracy by volume. Okay. Um, yeah. You'll you'll fire a few shots, gauge roughly where your shots are landing, and then you're going to determine. Okay, well now now I can try to hone in where those shots are. So if I know you know they're hitting around that corner. Okay, well, now if he pops out, I've got to try to land a few shots around that corner. Right. Versus, you know, when I played Airsoft uh, with some of the some of the Airsoft guns that I've used, it was as easy as looking down the optic and going, oh, he's peeking from behind that tree. Flat. Oh, no, he's not. <laughs> you still use that volume. I remember you clearly still using the volume. Well, it, it depended on the gun that I used. Um, there were a few guns that I used that uh, that Fong did for me that were like that, that big rifle. Um that thing was a nail driver Mm -hmm. and where I could fire two or three shots and I was like, okay, that's a hit. Move on. So you don't get nail drivers like that in paintball? Not unless you're using the first strike rounds. Um, You know, there are differences you can make like uh, you can get uh, barrel inserts that will size a little bit more to your paint. I mean, yes, it's all uh, 68 caliber paint, but every paint's a little different. So you can get barrel inserts that go in that can range anywhere from 0.679 or smaller up to as large as uh, 0.692 if I remember correctly Um, 
you can bore match your paint to that barrel insert, and that will increase your accuracy. That will give you a better shot at landing those 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 hard to hit shots. So it's more or less a type bore barrel for yourself. Pretty much, yep. Uh, it pretty much. Um, but like I said, the accuracy in in the versus in the comparison there, a type bore barrel for airsoft, like you're going from relatively accurate to you know nail driver. Where in paintball, it's like you're going from you know. I can, hit, I can hit this area versus I can now get that grouping a little smaller. Right, I get you. And so yeah. first strike rounds actually were would a complete game changer in that respect. 110%. Um, so with with the introduction of the, the fin to the back of the paintball round, it's, you know, they can travel further, they don't lose that velocity, and it, it functions way more accurately. So, well, for one, paintballs are way more expensive than BBs by volume. You know, uh, you get 2,000 paintballs for locally, let's say, $100 Canadian, and at fields, it can be anywhere upwards of $200 Canadian for for, uh, a case of 2,000. For airsoft, for uh, a bag of, say, how much is in a bag of Mad Bulls now? 4,000. So for a bag of 4,000 Mad Bulls, you're paying... 30 bucks. 30, 30, 35. So... You know, there there is that disparity there, but for first strikes, first strikes now, they're they're a step above again, to the point that like a case of a hundred first strikes, considerably you're not getting two thousand first strikes for two hundred bucks. Yeah. You're getting two thousand first strikes for like probably a thousand bucks. Like these things 50, they fifty cents around is steep. Well, I mean, and I've seen them like I'm trying to remember now the exact price, but they are they are considerably more expensive, but you also don't need as many. Right, that's it's, fair. You know, you're going from well, I need two thousand paintballs because you know I'm going to shoot five hundred, you know, doing what I'm doing. Whereas with first strikes, it's like okay, I load my magazine of twenty, and odds are I'm going to get fifteen hits out of that twenty. So, and I guess the other thing too is you can't feed a first strike round to a typical hopper from a paintball hopper. So yeah. again, for people who don't who haven't played paintball before typically paintball guns are fed by just having a hopper that can't hold all your balls and then they just sort of yep, roll, they just into roll on down into the barrel yeah. um yeah and there's been a few variances over that over the years everyone's kind of taken that and it's like how can we improve on it so you'll get your force-fed hoppers with the motor that that's just trying to feed the balls as fast as it can down the tube um to i remember back when i was playing outlaw ball back before i had uh, i'd ever moved to town and played in on a field uh, getting the magazines and they were talking about these Q loaders, these magazine, you know, these kind of like pods that uh, just, you know, kind of spring fed the balls into a tube that it, it, very, very unique stuff. Now, since I moved to town and uh, I, there's been more of a development with paintball for mag fed. Mm-hmm. Um, even just for 68 caliber round balls, you know, there's been more spring mag fed uh, paintball markers. Okay. And once First Strike came on the scene, MagFed became a lot bigger because these operated pretty much the same as an airsoft gun. You load your magazine and uh, they were just spring-assisted into the chamber okay, and cool. uh, and functioned basically as pretty much the same as an airsoft gun did. It fed into your chamber, the air pressure hit it, boom, got it. Mm-hmm. That sounds uh, cool. It, honestly, like, and that's the, the cool thing there is that since the development of First Strike and since the kind of change in paintball well not the change but since the development of first strike there's been more creation in that regard so you're seeing more mag fed paintball markers you're mm-hmm. seeing more paintball markers that are actually more similar to airsoft guns than they are you know what you would think of when you think of a paintball gun i remember back back in my day when i, <laughs> when I played paintball 
I had a Tipman A5. Yeah. And it was meant to look aesthetically like an MP5 or MP5K or something like mm-hmm. that. And I, I I had at the time an advancement for it, which called us, uh, it was a flatline barrel, which actually in retrospect actually kind of works like a hop-up does, which is it gave the ball a backspin. So it made the ball supposedly fly a little bit further, a little bit more accurately or whatever. Absolutely. And I remember at the time you could get all kinds of kits to make your paintball gun look more like a real gun, but they didn't do anything. Like you get a stock to uh, put your your air compressor tank in to make it look like an M4 stock, and you can get uh, like a magazine to hide the actual air line that went to the actual air compressor in your gun, whatever it's called. I don't know what it's called, but you you put your, your, your CO2 or your HPA tank. Yeah, yeah and you would hide that into something that looked like a magazine. So then you ended up with a gun that kind of looked like a real gun, but it was only form. It did nothing. But now I guess now it's different, right? Absolutely. So. So um, it's it's funny actually when you talk about that. I own the same gun. I own the uh, the Tipman A5. Love the look, and you know I remember buying it at this shop in Halifax. And Buddy was like looking at all these kits. He's like, oh look at all the cool things you could do. It. You can make it look like an AK. You can make it look like an M4. Mm-hmm. You could turn this thing into a like a belt fed machine gun. It's like, oh that's really cool. It's like. But you're also going to have this massive round, like, bulge off to the side that holds your hopper and your your 200 ball. So it's going to look like an AK with this weird thing jammed on the side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, oh, well... I mean, that feels very Fallout anyway. Like. Yeah, it did. I mean, it did. Um, but, like, to, to that degree at the same time, it's like, well, you know, it's like, so what's this going to do? It's like, well, it's going to add about 10 pounds of gear onto your gun. Cool! And what else does it do? It's like, absolutely nothing. Like, you have the coolest looking space gun now. It's like... <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to stick to the A5 for now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, since the development of mag-fed guns, you know, you're, you're starting to see things, and you're starting to see some really interesting developments there. So much like your standard airsoft rifle, you load your, uh, your paintballs into the magazine. Um, you load it up into the magwell, spring-fed up into the chamber. As you pull the trigger, it feeds. The magazine runs empty after, say... I think they've got bigger magazines now, but uh, usually 20 to 30 shots. Mm -hmm. Dump your mag, go on about your day, reload, and continue. So with that, uh, you know, and especially with first strike rounds where you're getting magazines now that can accept these rounds, where you've got people loading 20 rounds into a magazine and getting your 20 shots off, you know, with a degree of accuracy. With that, it's also kind of changed the design a bit so that you're seeing more M4-style guns. Mm-hmm. You're seeing, and it's mostly, you know, M4-style platforms where you're seeing these guns that can accept magazines that no longer have this bulge on the side. You no longer have this weird hopper. And in some cases, with the right furniture, it doesn't look like a paintball gun anymore. It looks more like an airsoft gun, really, aside mm-hmm. from the barrel bore and stuff like that. But, you know, you'd put the two of them side by side and... For somebody who doesn't play either would look and be like, so, like, I'm looking at, you know, two semi-real guns here. It's like, you you absolutely are. Right. So, and that's an interesting segue because I think one of the things that drew me to Airsoft, and I'm sure you and many, many other paintballers, is that Airsoft is just flat out more realistic in terms of the gear and stuff. So, I wanted to play Soldier, basically, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's not men's words, right? I want to play Soldier. You know, it's a lot easier to feel like a soldier, or an action hero when you have a gun that looks like a gun and not like you were saying like a space gun with a bulge off to the side absolutely and i mean you know for looking at that regard so with airsoft you know you've got the the more milsim style you're you've got people wearing plate carriers wearing different uniforms um and and kind of setting up loadouts the based on that it's like oh it's like you know it's like what do you do it's like well i'm a sniper i have my bolt action rifle i have my ghillie suit i have and you know 
if you said in paintball you were a sniper, it's like, oh, I'm a sniper. It's like, are you? And up until the development of First Strike, it's like, cool, you're going to dress up in a ghillie suit and shoot paintballs at the exact same range <laughs> that, that everyone else is. Yeah. We're an airsoft. It's like, oh, well, that guy has a bolt action rifle that he's tuned up. It's like that thing is going to reach out and touch you compared to someone who's running like a little, say, short barrel AK. Yeah. A lot is made of like paintballs going to airsoft, mm-hmm. but it actually sounds to me like there's some benefits to airsofters playing paintball. And I, I think specifically about one of the things we talk about in a lot of our videos and our podcasts, which is that most airsofters don't actually move. They sit in the same place. They are very hesitant to you know be aggressive and move up and close the distance with the enemy. And by the sounds of it, and based on my recollection and based on what we're talking about today, first strike rounds aside, mm-hmm. the range on your paintball gun is going to be such that you need to be more aggressive, right? It, and it's it's very interesting that you bring up first strike rounds in this regard because uh, it's I've actually I've actually have come to the conclusion that first strike rounds will make you even more aggressive again. Okay. So especially if they're fielded against you, <laughs> because there have been a couple instances where I've been on the field. I've known my buddies downrange have first strike rounds, and I have to make a very important decision right out the gate. Okay, at this range, he'll take one or two shots, and he can probably hit me. I'll have to dump fifty to even get close. So then I have to come to the conclusion. How do I how do I beat this guy? He's got me at range. Mm-hmm. I'm going to dump a lot of paintballs at him. When he tucks in, I'm going to run at him and get closer so I can do my thing where his his advantage is now his round travels a little. It, it doesn't lose as much velocity. It'll travel a little straighter. It's more accurate. But now I'm within I'm within my range that I can do what I need to do more effectively. Right. Um, but it's very interesting with uh, the differences between paintball and airsoft in that regard, because like you said, uh, you know, from my experiences playing airsoft, especially with a lot of new people, they play it and they kind of they're like, oh, well, you know, I want to be really tactical. I want to like hunker down and try to snipe or like, you know, hold a position with paintball. You're you can do that. It can be effective. Uh, but with paintball, usually the thing is it, it's always been more of a driven go for the flag, you know, you make the push, make the play. You're going to get shot eventually anyway, so just as well to get shot, get it over with, respawn, get back in the game. You know, uh, you've only got, you know, say for frontline as an example, 280 feet per second uh, of a velocity. You've only got an effective range of 100 feet anyway. The best way to get up on someone and make yourself effective in paintball is, is to run at them, to mm-hmm. be aggressive, to try to get around and get as close as you can to make sure your shot hits. And I guess it's comparatively a lot easier to see where your rounds are going with paintball than it is airsoft. So you're going to have less of the player shooting and shooting and just sitting there and, you know, the guy they're shooting at is 320 feet away watching their rounds hit, you know, two-thirds of the way through them and going, I don't know why that guy's pulling the trigger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so and that's and that's pretty interesting too because one thing you'll see some paintballers do for aiming is you know you're, you're gonna get your you're gonna try to get your teeth in you're gonna fire a few shots and be like okay oh that's where they're landing okay okay now I know where I'm shooting so I'm gonna lob a few more kind of get to see see the pattern and I'll use that to judge uh, my engagement with airsoft. Uh, where you're using those six millimeter BBs usually you've got people like unloading and you know, in some cases, especially with new people, they're like, I'm hitting you, I'm hitting you, I'm hitting you. And we're like halfway down the field looking and seeing these BBs come in like hailstones and just watching them land in front of us. And we're like, no, you're not. Well, I mean, they're so small. Like <laughs> once they're once they're past like 40, 50 feet, you can't see them anymore anyway. Absolutely. Right? You lose track of them once they, they go in the air. And up until the point you'll see someone raise their hand. 
or unless you're using a magnified optic where you're watching the BB drop. Right, yeah. You're, you know, you're basically shooting and watching, seeing where, you know, trying to listen for cues. It's like, is it hitting off wood? Is it hitting off anything? Yeah. Is, you know, is he tucking in? Like, am I getting close to him? Are the bushes moving when I shoot? Whereas with paintball, it's like, okay, it's like I can see that 68 caliber paintball go. Again, first strike is a little different. It's traveling a little faster. You're still seeing it, but it's more straightforward. It's less, it's less, I have to track and see where that ball lobs versus, okay, that's where it went. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. You also mentioned velocity a couple of times. I want to sort of address this because I think it's, it's both sort of a myth and also reality that paintball hurts a lot more than airsoft. And from my experience, paintball definitely does. It definitely hurts. Now, whether it's a lot more than airsoft kind of, I think, would depend on where you get hit, Well, it's right? the factors, where you get hit, the adrenaline rush you're into. I mean, there are times that I've been lit up by paintballs, and, you know, it's not until after I'm walking off the field that I'm like, oh, oh, ow, oh, what the... Because, you know, you're in the adrenaline, you're running for something, you're doing an objective, you're, you you get bunkered, some dude runs up on you as you're not expecting it. it. It definitely, you'll feel the impacts a little more, but like you said, the adrenaline rush, the amount of gear you have on, all that's going to factor in. Most paintballers, or a lot of paintballers that I've seen, also wear equipment that is more protective than airsoft equipment. And what I mean by that is like, you look at an airsoft BDU, like a standard set of trousers and a shirt or whatever, there is no inherent padding or protection in that. That's just clothing. Right now, you might wear a plate carrier, or you may not. I'm, I'm wearing a chest read right now, and I get to hit in the chest, and it, you know, it stings a little bit more or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing, nothing that I'm wearing is specifically designed to protect me from a BB. Like, it might, it might be a helmet or knee pads or whatever. Mm-hmm. But with paintball, I, I mean, I remember I saw Keats at the field, and he's wearing, like, these pants that obviously have padding on them, right? So, again, and, like, that can come down to a lot of the paintball gear is, is dual purpose. Like, I... I even when I played airsoft, I wore paintball knee pads mm-hmm. because my God, they never went anywhere. <laughs> right. Yeah. If I ran and slid, they were staying in place. If I, you know, just had to drop down on a bunch of rocks and I dropped on my two knees, it felt like I was laying on a cloud. There yeah. was a lot of comfort there. That's a definite benefit. I also remember some paintballers like wearing like almost like predator dreadlocks kind of thing. Like it's a yeah. hat that drapes so, over their neck or whatever. Uh, the thing with paintballs and stuff like that, the protective gear, uh, you'll see a lot of speedballers wear a lot of undergear or uh, arm pads, maybe, you know, gloves, knee pads, stuff like that. And that's dual purpose. It's for the running, the sliding, the, you know, landing on your knees, landing on your elbows, stuff like that. But it also does take away some of the impact of that paintball. And depending on where you get shot, it can really, really suck. Like, you you know, you take the knuckles, elbows, anything with exposed skin. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a really interesting distinction, too. Uh, airsofters will usually wear what, you know, you'd expect somebody in the military to wear. Form-fitting BDUs, you know, your plate carriers. You're not trying to have anything loose or dangly. Yeah, You're totally. not, you know, with paintballers, it's the opposite. You'll usually see paintballs wearing very loose jerseys, wearing more baggy stuff. And that's mainly so that the impact when the paintball hits it, it's less likely to break, which most paintball fields are, are breakball. If the paintball breaks on you, you're out. So they'll wear this loose-fitting clothes so that the paintball will hit it, but rather it will bounce off. Mm-hmm. It, it won't have that, that tightness to hit and explode on. It'll just bounce off a, a baggy jersey. And that's the interesting thing with those uh, with those predator dreadlocks. I don't know if they they ever caught on. I remember there were a couple of people local who wore them, and you'd see them in a couple of videos. I don't know if the company has been you know mass producing them or anything like that. But again, similar concept: layers of and strips of this fabric that when a paintball would hit it, 
it was less likely to, you know, hit something solid like your mask and would hit these layers of fabric and just roll off. Yeah. You know, uh, and of course, it was great impact absorption. Just mm-hmm. layers, you know, the more layers you have, it's it's absorbing the impact. So even with that 68 caliber paintball traveling at 280 feet per second, it's going to absorb the impact by hitting, you know, layers of fabric. And again, there's also a distinction of whether the paintball bounces versus whether it breaks. If the paintball breaks, you're getting that force. It's breaking on you. If it bounces and you've got baggy clothing on, sometimes you might not even feel the impact as much. Mm-hmm. But it turns it into a deflection rather than just the mass being transferred to you directly, I guess. So this is interesting because it also this also sort of raises another big difference between airsoft and paintball. So we, we talked about how, you know, there's a difference in range and accuracy, right? So and as a consequence of that, there's a there's a difference in like how aggressive you need to be. Mm-hmm. There's also a difference in the equipment that you wear Mm -hmm. but a lot of that also comes from the fact that in airsoft if you're hit you're hit whereas in in paintball Mm -hmm. in i remember my experience and what you were just talking about breakball for you to actually be able to be hit the ball actually has to break right you have to have a mark so that would likely mean that for most airsofters there would never be compared to airsoft there would never be any not hit calling that's not something that would happen in in paintball where it does we know it ha- unfortunately we know it happens in, air, in airsoft so with with paintball it's a little interesting uh, and again it's depending on what you're doing with speedball uh not hit calling is uh <laughs> it's interestingly enough part of the game and that's why there's so many refs on the field that's why there's so many people watching so you'll see people get hit and the ball will break and then you'll see them immediately rub up against the bunker that they're getting shot at and you know the ref is coming over and it's like oh you're hit you're hit and you'll see the player arguing oh it's bunker rub it's paint from the bunker it's fine it's 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 nothing like that you didn't see that you know uh so there is that for the speedball aspect with woods ball um again it's a little more direct uh it's a little more well you get shot paintball breaks you're out Mm -hmm. now the other side of it is it, it also depends on you know what you're doing what your goal is who you're playing with like the group i play paintball with uh the trolls they've always had an honor ball system in place it was never break ball for the trolls. Okay. It was, if the ball hits you, you're out. We're not going to worry, like, you know, and we're self-regulated. So it's like, we've never had to have somebody out there watching us. Right. Because it was always, listen, you get hit, there's not going to be a moment where you're like, oh, did that break? Did that break? Ref, paint check, paint check. It's just, okay, listen, you feel it, you take your hit, walk off the field. Right. And that's more of a casual community gaming experience rather than something more competitive. Right, okay. So an softer coming to paintball who's never played paintball before is going to get a shock because the guns have nowhere near the amount of range that they're used to from airsoft. Nor do they have any amount of accuracy, unless they're somehow playing paintball for the first time and they're giving and a they first strike And they decided to gun. pick up a first strike. <laughs> yeah, right. So the average like, <laughs> oh dear. The average, like average person playing an average game renting maybe paintball gear at, at a store is not going to be renting a first strike gun. So, you know, you're going to get the shock of how close you need to get, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's also going to be the shock around how much it hurts, Right. So we talked about that a little bit. So we talked about how in paintball, you're going to wear this like loose fitting clothing to try and absorb some of these hits so it doesn't mm-hmm. hurt as much. But the fact is you get hit in paintball, depending on where it hits. And you were saying it can really hurt. Now, thankfully, you're wearing, generally speaking, a full face protection. Right. Well, and, and that's and that's a big thing. Um, you'll see it, like I said, in the 80s, when when paintball first kind of started making its moves, you'll see people running around with just the pair of safety goggles and no lower face protection. Um, it's, <laughs> and then they learn. <laughs> well, it wasn't too long after that you started getting the paintball masks, you know, with the with the mouth covers, with the full face protection. And even and the ears, too, right? E- absolutely. Uh, hard coverage for the ears. Um, I mean, I get shot in the ear in Airsoft with an Airsoft BB, and that's awful. I 
do not want to get shot with like a, you're saying first strike rounds hurt more than a regular paintball in the air. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. So paintball's even gone like a little step further. Like, oh, you can get masks that are full head shields. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, can I, just, can I just get like a big stormtrooper helmet from Star Wars? <laughs> just like wear that. As long as it's as long as it's got the rating for the goggles, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> the the big thing is. Depending on what they're used to wearing, the mask might be a bit of a change. Uh, I know, like a lot of airsofters, prefer to wear just goggles and something very, uh, very loose for uh, lower face protection. Maybe a bal- a balcava, um, maybe a mesh mask, maybe just a, a schmog or a scarf. And some choose not to wear anything at all. Yeah. With paintball, that's that's not an option. I mean, you may see some fields allow that. And I've seen some fields like even allow the mesh masks that you see in airsoft, and I mean I've seen I've seen the damage that a paintball can do, especially at close range. Obviously, you're trying not to shoot people point blank, but sometimes it, with anything, it happens. Yeah, um, I mean if you didn't come, it's a shooting sport. If you didn't come to get shot, you picked the wrong sport. Absolutely, right? and with the amount of force that I think a paintball would do at that range, especially you know. On an unprotected face, I, I shudder to think of someone getting shot in the mouth or, or like you said, like in the ear with a paintball. Good God. <laughs> so it's interesting, though, because for a lot of airsofters, and like Pat just expressed, you know, very, very clearly, it's like, it hurts more. No, thank you. Right. But I'm actually thinking about this in the context of how would an airsofter actually benefit from playing paintball? So... There's a couple interesting things there. For one, like, as someone who's played both, the aggression you get in paintball, definitely a factor. That is something that would transfer over really, really well uh, between the two. Because, you know, a lot of people, like you said in Airsoft, you know, when they get out there, they're like, okay, I'm going to pick and hunker down. I'm going to do... It's like, when you're playing paintball, it's like, okay, you don't really have that option. Let's get aggressive. And you start noticing that when you start getting aggressive in, in, in other shooting sports like Airsoft, people don't expect that. Mm-hmm. especially it's like okay it's like we've got three guys in this building we're gonna hunker down and then some dude just runs in and just goes Bah! it's like oh oh whoa what the where'd he come from yeah it's like okay I've, I've shot you guys i'm on to the next one <laughs> yeah uh that aggression is definitely a factor so um, this is the source of your run and scream playstyle. pretty much pretty much <laughs> that's who i am as a person and it just translates really well into paintball <laughs> and it translated well into airsoft too the the other thing uh, especially like my the screaming actually is a really good point Communication. You don't usually see people using radios in paintball. I imagine you, that the radios have trouble getting shot uh, with a uh, paintball gun in much the same way that my face does. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, you see it for bigger games, you know, big uh, scenario games, stuff like that. I know uh, when the trolls went down, they played Super Game at Portland, Oregon. Uh, I believe a couple of them brought down some things. But uh, it's not as common as you see in Airsoft where you'll see, you know, a team, everybody's running a radio. So with that, the communication in paintball is usually very direct and very loud. I always, you know, tell people, especially when they're getting into paintball uh, for the first time, it's like, listen, you keep communicating. You keep telling me where people are. So the moment I get on the field, I don't shut up until I'm off the field. Yeah. Because... I've noticed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, for me, that's... Like, I always say it, it's like, you know, if you want to think of it in, like, a video game, you think of, like, in Call of Duty when you get the UAV and all of a sudden you're pinging people on the map and every time it passes, that's what your voice is. Yeah, you're pinging right. people. 
you know, your buddy who's tucked away in a corner getting shot at, who can't see what's going on and you've got a better angle. Well, now you're, you're yelling, hey, 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 left side, left side. He's 50 out. He's 50 out. He's at the 50. Oh, got one moving up on your right. And everything is communicated through these yells back and forth. And that communication, that verbal communication is, is very important in paintball. Whereas in airsoft, you can have that radio and you can go, you can whisper and you can go, hey, 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 two in that building over there. If you go around your left, you can flank them. Where in certain, even in some of the different game types of paintball, like speedball, you're not going to have radios in speedball. It's way too quick. It's way too short range. You know, you've got maybe a couple feet between you and everybody anyway. You're not going to have the operational sort of distance either in a lot of game modes for paintball if your range is that much shorter than I was like. Absolutely. And, and, And everything happens a lot quicker. Where in Airsoft, you can kind of, you can sit back, you can watch somebody through a nice magnified optic and go, okay, so I'm going to wait till he gets in range, I can radio my buddies. Where in Speedball, it's like the moment the whistle blows, you're within shooting range, it's like 30 balls per second on either side, there's like five guns on either side with 200 round hoppers, and it's just constant gunfire and screaming. That's interesting because, so, you know, one of the things we often talk about in our videos, again, is mm-hmm. you need to communicate, and to communicate. So an Airsofter would actually learn a lot from communication in paintball that they could then translate back to airsoft because you mentioned just now you know you're not going to have this luxury in paintball to just whisper into your radio but Mm. the fact of the matter is even in in airsoft people who are using who have radios or don't doesn't matter they're not communicating enough anyway right you are in a situation where you could be shouting to your buddy hey there's one at the 50 he's moving the right to left or whatever i do that all the time I, i watch some of the video footage that i take during games for videos and all of it is pretty much just me shouting at people stuff that i'm seeing right unless i'm being mm-hmm. sneaky or whatever but it's all me just communicating with people and people on our team and i think that's where we've become very effective is talking to each other and passing information along right this is all this is all very general too because speedball is going to behave differently than right. football you know you're and with the inclusion of first strike uh first strike compatible markers you're seeing more of these people using radios being stealthy because now they have a bit more of that accuracy they Mm -hmm. have a bit more of that range they can do more stealthy stuff so you're seeing that more milsim element now to say woods ball Speedball again, completely different beast. It's bright colors, gunfire, and screaming. <laughs> totally. And I mean, we say that in our podcast too, and our yeah. videos. It's like if you're if you're coming to us for speedsoft advice, you're in the wrong place, right? Yeah. You really are talking about like milsim and you know Absolutely. more like tactical gameplay. So yeah, it's not so much our skill set. Yeah, for sure. The other thing that really struck me, and we talked about the pain aspect, and I want to mm-hmm. come back to that because a lot of people in airsoft are afraid of being hit by BB because it hurts right and I have been that person and in some days I still am that person you know I'm really concerned about taking a corner it's just we have worked and trained enough that our muscle memory takes over and we just don't think about it like I take a corner I'm not concerned about getting hit anymore because I have a job to do and I need to interact with the field Mm -hmm. but it's still there I don't want to get hit I don't want to get hit I expect that if you're an airsofter and you're afraid of getting hit in airsoft because it hurts and you go to paintball you're in for a rude awakening absolutely (laughs) but it gives you the perspective right the the other cool thing too and it's funny that you talk about that is the other side of it is just the impact of paintball alone not necessarily on you but on cover and and your whatever terrain you're using as cover so airsoft at at frontline is a great example because you know the different types of terrain and cover they have Mm -hmm. you know like with with sheet metal and stuff like that if a six millimeter bb hits sheet metal at you know regardless of the velocity you're going to hear the ping yeah and you're it's you know it's almost like someone's ringing a bell you know it's it's not super loud but you're like okay i'm getting shot at like you know uh 
on that same vein, where if someone's shooting a 68 caliber paintball at you, the sheet metal is shaking. There's a rattle. There's there's a thump. There's there's an impact. And it's funny because like with an airsoft, I always love the cool military style of the gear, the equipment. And you know I'm there. I'm like okay, I've taken cover. I'm taking shots. And then like I'm tucked in the cover and I'm hearing ding 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 ding. ding. I'm like, huh. Whereas when I hit cover in paintball and I hit cover, I'm like, okay, I'm getting shot. Oh, God. Oh, God. The dirt's getting kicked up. The, the, the cover's shaking. Like, you know, so there's that. Uh, it's a little bit more of the adrenaline rush, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, it's it's really, really cool in that regard that that impact is there. Like, there's there's something that's it's always said, man, if I could have the impact of paintball in an airsoft package with the gear, y- you got it. Yeah. And you're starting to see that a little bit more now with with mag fed guns and the milsim development paintball side of things but uh it's it's still not quite the same there's still a lot of big differences the the impact alone of paintball is if you're coming from airsoft to try out paintball the best thing to say to you is get shot and get it over with Mm -hmm. once you get used to it once you take that first impact and you realize that much like airsoft with that adrenaline rush with the gear you have on and stuff like that you'll notice it a lot less so, uh, and actually that's, that's interesting. Cause I'd like to bring up the, you mentioned hit calling earlier. Yeah. So, you know, uh, with paintball versus airsoft, you'll, you'll get instances, at least it was my experiences of people, you know, not calling their hits. It's like, Oh, it's like I shot a bunch of BBs at that guy. I clearly saw the BBs hit him and he never calls hits. And the first initial thought is, you know, usually it's like, that's su- like, why is he cheating? Why yeah. is he doing that? When, Coming then from the other side of it, you're wearing a plate carrier. You're wearing a padded plate carrier. You're wearing a BDU. You're wearing maybe thermal undergarments, depending on if it's cold outside. You're then running from corner to corner like a madman, and you really don't want to get shot, and the adrenaline is pumping. You you may honestly just not feel it. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred, like, you know, you'll, you might come home later and lift up your shirt and see little welts, and you're like, oh, man, he did hit me. What? Man, I didn't re... And with paintball... For people who are like, oh man, I totally didn't feel that. It's, it's again, it's possible, but the impact is a lot more. Like you're running and if you get shot with six or seven paintballs, especially in an effective range rather than just, you know, someone just lobbing balls in at you, you feel, you feel the thump, thump, thump. Yeah. And, you know, and then of course, like you said, there's the marking aspect. You put your hand down and it's like you come away sticky with paint on it. You're like, okay, well, I'm hit. Yeah, and especially you were saying earlier, like, if it breaks on you, you're getting the full force of that impact. You're going to feel it. Like, it's, I mean, is it possible you won't? I mean, anything's possible. Well, again, it depends on the adrenaline rush. I mean, you know, there's, there are people out there who, you know, uh, in real combat situations that after, after combat and they they catch their breath, they stop and realize they have blood coming out. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh man, I've been shot. How'd that happen? <laughs> yeah, that's right. So it's not impossible for even in paintball and airsoft with, with anything for, for that. If the adrenaline is up, depending on the circumstance, the situation, what you're doing, it's just with paintball, you have, it's a little bit more likely mm-hmm. that you'll notice the impact versus with airsoft, it can be a little more unlikely, right? With the with the factors that we've we mentioned. And to your point, I think too, like once you get it out of the way and you get hit and stuff and you get used to it, when you rotate back to airsoft, you're not necessarily going to be afraid of that BB in the same way that you were before. Absolutely. Simply because you've had it worse. You know, it's like you get punched in the face by Mike Tyson and then like, <laughs> then it's some guy downtown. Like, like I've had it worse. I'm not afraid. It's, like it's still going to hurt. It still kind of sucks, but not to the same degree of suckage. Totally. It gives you perspective, right? Ultimately. I think, you know, we often 
talk about in, in this podcast and your videos about how we totally recommend that people try stuff out, like new pieces of kit, mm-hmm. try it out, see what it's like, give yourself some perspective. And it sounds to me like there's a lot of good perspective to be gained for an airsoft just checking out paintball. See, the, the big thing for me is, you know, there may be like a little bit of, oh, well, airsoft's this, paintball's that. It's like, oh, we're two, you know, we're two very different things. It's like, you know what, at the end of the day, I say for any airsofter out there, Go to a paintball field. Don't You don't have to tell people you're an airsofter because, again, there is sometimes a bit of a stigma. People are going to razz you. Don't worry about all that stuff. Go out, try it out, and just see what it's all about. You know, you might, you might come away enjoying it. You might come away being like, well, no, airsoft is the way I want to go. But there, there's definitely a lot of interesting perspective and a lot of different habits you'll notice of the two gaming communities of, of airsofters and paintball. And I highly recommend for both sides to try the other because it's just it's an opportunity to learn something different meet different people it's another skill set and you would be very surprised about the amount of uh interchangeable skills uh and there's a huge commonality there you're a bunch of people who like to get dressed up in gear and go out and shoot shoot at each other and walk away laughing after and that at its core concept i mean whether you play paintball whether you play airsoft come to the realization that as different as it may seem you guys got more in common than you think. For sure. And I, I think you, you talked to, you just mentioned it, but there's all these common skills. Like at the end of the day, you're just adding an extra tool in your toolkit, right? If you learn how to bunker properly in paintball, that's a skill that you can then transfer to airsoft, which you might not otherwise have gained if you'd never play paintball, right? Absolutely. And even bunkering. Like you, you watch some speedballers when they go and try to make a run of the field and their goal is, well, I'm going to get from one end of the field to the other and eliminate as many people as I can watching them and how they use their paintball marker and how quick they are for bap, 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 target acquisition. Okay, next guy, next guy, next guy, next guy. And you'll see the gun shifting and you'll see the shots and it's just, it's almost just second nature for them. You watch a speedballer do that and then watch somebody in airsoft do the same thing and you'll see a lot of the same skills. You'll see the gun snapping, how quickly they, they acquire the targets, how quickly they put the shots down and you'll see a lot of very interchangeable skills there. Absolutely. Cool. So I guess, guys, if you never considered playing paintball from coming from Airsoft, you might just find that that's exactly what you need to even bring your skills to a next level in Airsoft, right? To learn to be more aggressive, to learn to fear the hit a little bit less, and to just overall make yourself a better Airsofter by learning different skills, giving you some better perspective. And to have some fun. It's, it's all for fun. You know, aside from the scattered paintballer out there who's playing competitively at, you know... Uh, the Florida level, which again, very, very rare. No one's making any money at this. Yeah, that's we're right. we're all out here to dress up, shoot at each other, and at the end of the day, laugh about it, have a bit of fun. You know, it's all about the community and having fun, regardless of what you do. Well, Jeremy, thanks so much for joining us in the studio. Really appreciate your perspective and your uh, your comments today, guys. Hope you enjoyed the episode, and we'll see you next week. Take care. Thanks for tuning in.